Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone listening. Before anything else, I would like to apologize for the sudden programming change for VORW International. You know, this is something that I've been thinking about. You know, this this show, this week's program, was supposed to be focused on Stanley Kubrick's work, you know, his films and everything in between. It was supposed to involve a general discussion on those, and also a detailed discussion on whether there were any hidden messages and and so on and so forth. We got we got so much good correspondence about it. Now the good news is that that show will happen, uh, but the the big change is that it's not going to happen this week. Uh, I'm going to be moving that subject to next. Thursday, uh, the 5th of September, maybe before then, we'll see, uh, but unfortunately, I, to be completely straight up honest with you, I can't do it this week, I, you know, with the impending major hurricane that's gonna hit Florida, uh, you know, my mind is just too scattered to do it, that's not to say that it's impossible to do, but it definitely wouldn't be the quality I would like to see go out. And you guys are a good audience. You, you, I, I feel that you deserve a good show. And, you know, it could be done, but I was just... I feel I would have a certain scatter brain, you know? And uh, I would just be more absent than usual. Because I'm just so... I'm preoccupied about this, uh, this storm, needless to say, you know? And when you're worried about this, and when you think, well... Am I going to be okay? You know, is is my house going to be alright? Is uh, my family, my loved ones, are all the people and places I care about going to make it through this alright, you know? And, and when that answer is just an uncertainty, it's, uh, yeah, it preoccupies you is the best way to put it. You know, we have Hurricane Dorian, I'm going to talk about that in a minute, potential violent, terrible impact to the state of Florida. So today's show is going to feature some additional discussion on that, and then I'm going to reserve the rest of the show. Uh, I'm going to open it up for miscellaneous comment. And then don't worry, I what I did is I organized through all the correspondence I got last week, and all the stuff about Stanley Kubrick and the messages in his films and all that, uh, I've marked aside, and I have it in a special folder, and... When the time comes, when all this has passed, uh, then I'm just going to get to it, and trust me, I'm going to put on a darn good show for you. So please stay tuned for that, and I sincerely apologize to each and every one of you that we're looking forward to the Kubrick show, but it's going to be coming up in the near future, so please stay tuned. This is the Voice of the Report of the Week, signing on. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone listening. This is VORW International, the Voice of the Report of the Week. It is Thursday, the 29th of August, 2019, the year being the final broadcast of August. Well, lucky, lucky, a major hurricane is very likely to impact the state of Florida on approximately Sunday 
and Monday. Recently, you know, I talked about disasters. I talked in the last show about this storm. I said there's so much uncertainty about these hurricanes, about these tropical systems. I even said a year ago, we can't even predict the weather completely. We can get these fancy models and these good graphics and something that looks good and visually appealing and looks very organized and put together, but in the end we have no clue to this day where these storms happen to go. And you go a few days back. This is, this is Major Hurricane Dorian right now. A few days ago it was Tropical Depression Dorian a glorified rainstorm. And they anticipated it to hit Puerto Rico, then hit Hispaniola, Cuba, and then maybe go into Florida. And at that point, oh, it's no big deal, you know, it's going to be okay. You know, it's it's just going to be a little rain. Then the track changes. Well, it's not going to hit Cuba anymore, but it's still going to go through Hispaniola, and it's going to be weak. It'll be a tropical depression, maybe a tropical storm, but it'll be okay. No cause for concern. Then the day after. Well, it looks like Dorian is not going to hit Hispaniola this time around. Uh, but, but it is going to hit Puerto Rico. But look, as a result, it's going to be a little stronger. So expect it to hit as a tropical storm or maybe as a category one hurricane. Nothing to worry about though, uh, but, but be ready. And then what happens? Well, tropical storm Dorian, uh, well, it didn't hit Puerto Rico, so there's nothing to weaken it. And now it's undergoing rapid strengthening. And uh, well, since there's nothing to block it, it's gonna hit Florida as a category three, category four hurricane. Uh, be prepared for a full-blown impact. Uh, be ready to have no food, no water, no power. Uh, evacuate if necessary. And uh, it goes to show how little we know about predicting the weather. Now, I'm going to get hit. Uh, I'm, I'm looking right now as I rem I'm recording this show a little earlier because I want to get this out right away on Thursday. I have the latest GFS radar model going, and it's running live right now. Um, this is a, a U.S. government-run forecasting service. It's semi-reliable, and uh, we're just seeing data is coming in right now. We're going to see where the storm hits as I'm recording this. Uh, currently, though, the impacts are expected by the National Hurricane Center and the National Weather Service. By 2 p.m. Sunday, it's going to be off the coast, of Florida as a major hurricane anywhere uh, winds could be anywhere between I would say 110 and 150 miles per hour a very strong storm either way don't mess with it it's gonna be coming in though and full-blown landfall will be made by 2 p.m. Monday now the thing to remember is that they still don't know where in Florida this is gonna hit or what it's gonna do uh, thereafter so some models believe that Hurricane Dorian is going to go in, it's going to hit around Miami, Florida, then it's going to go right across into the Gulf of Mexico, and it might hit the Gulf Coast. Uh, others say that it's going to go in, you know, slam right in central Florida, and, you know, lucky me, then I'll get the, the most of it. 
and then it's going to go out the other end of the state and again go up into the Gulf Coast, hit the Panhandle, and then go into Georgia. Uh, whereas other sources still believe that it's going to go further north and it may make a landfall on the East Coast, perhaps around Daytona Beach, uh, and then just go inland from there. And in that event, I would be um, you know, spared for the most part. Ladies and gentlemen, though, if you do find yourself in this path of the storm, and go ahead and look at this cone, if you are anywhere in this or anywhere near it, uh, you have to be ready right now. Remember what I was saying the other show about being prepared, about the importance of preparedness? This is it right here. So you need to be ready. All right. And right now, all the people that go ahead and make fun of people for being prepared now find themselves going, you know, in droves to the stores and, you know, are, are taking everything that they can get, which I, you know, I don't blame them. You need to be ready. But if you haven't gotten anything, uh, you need to get it now because a lot of people are going to be stocking up right now. All right. Make sure you have food uh, for at least three, possibly more days. Maybe get even more because uh, if this hits as a major hurricane, make sure you have multiple gallons of water and receptacles to hold it in. Yeah, make sure you have all the supplies, a first aid kit, a whistle, a wrench. Make sure that you have flashlights, batteries, um, lots of extra batteries. And you need to have a radio. Look, at this point, if you don't have a radio, uh, it doesn't matter if it has shortwave or not at this point. Go over to Walmart or to some electronics store or anywhere and get one. Make sure that it at least has AM on it, AM and FM. Um, preferably, of course, shortwave and weather, ba weather band. But you, you need to be ready uh, because internet will go out, power will go out. Uh, you may not have much cell service, no TV, no satellite. Uh, therefore, radio is going to be the last line of defense. Make sure that you have it ready and go ahead. If anything else, today, test out your radio and make sure that it works. You can pick up the local stations and maybe a few uh, weather stations international broadcasters, you name it. Make sure that it is ready and in working order. As I've been recording this so far, we have the GFS model uh, that is running. Right now, approximately in 90 hours, they expect the hurricane to be off the coast of Brevard County, Florida, with a pressure of 976 millibars. Granted, not a major hurricane, but definitely a, a healthy category too. But of course, these storms can rapidly intensify as they get closer to the coast. And from there, we'll have to see. But this is live data coming in, and we'll just see how this progresses. But I do believe that this is extremely serious and extremely dangerous. The one thing to remember is that while the, the wind in regards to the the hurricane is obviously the most intimidating thing you know it is i would say probably the scariest thing for a lot of people remember this the wind is not the thing that kills most people granted if you run outside like an idiot and you're you know running around and you get hit by something right that's not good it's the storm surge that will do it if you are on the east coast of Florida, check your local government and make sure you find out if you are in a flood zone or not, and if you will need to evacuate or not. 
this is one of those storms. If you are inland and are not on the East Coast, I don't believe you will need to evacuate. Make sure, here's what you need to do. You save the space on the roads for the people that actually have to evacuate. If you really, truly will need to evacuate, you will know. And as a result, pay attention to that information. Pay attention to what's going on. And from there, if you're on the coast, make sure that your home is prepared as best as it can. And from that point onward, if you got to get out there, go for it. Remember this. Look, it, it, it sucks to lose stuff. It's terrible to lose a roof or lose your furniture or some of your belongings to flooding or wind or any of that. But all of these things can be replaced. Could be annoying, could be upsetting, frustrating, costly. But here's what it comes down to. Those are all replaceable. Your life, this point, as far as we know and for as far as we are concerned, is one of a kind. It's more important to emerge alive and unharmed than to be lost as a casualty in this storm. Ladies and gentlemen, play it safe. Um, we're going to be going over to our discussion on Stanley Kubrick in a moment. The show continues and will go on. Uh, according to the latest GFS model run, we do have, as of hour 108, we do have a potential landfall for Hurricane Dorian. This is brand new information, dear listeners. Pressure of 968 millibars. It's not going to be a Category 3 storm as they claim, but it's going to be a strong Category 2. And you have to realize it's going to be a couple miles per hour difference. It's not going to make, it's not going to change anything. Um, where it looks like the eye is going to be around Mims, Florida, between Mims and Daytona Beach. So all areas in between looks like are going to get some very heavy rain, very strong winds. Looks like here in Orlando, I'm still going to get hit a bit also. Yeah, and then according to our 114, uh, the eye will fully be ashore near St. Augustine, Florida. Now, I can go on all night about this. The one thing you have to realize is that these models change from run to run, but if you are in Florida... Uh, be ready, be ready right now, prepare, because it's it's going to hit. More likely than not, it will. And just know this, if it doesn't hit, and it's not this cataclysmic impact, uh, please don't be pissed off at the weather, the weather people. Don't be angry at them. You know that these storms are so difficult to predict, so hard to follow, so hard to track. They are always subject to change, and just always please follow the policy Prepare for the worst, hope for the best, okay? If it isn't as bad as they say that it will be, and that impact isn't as bad for you as you thought, you know, jump for joy and be glad that you made it through, you know, in one piece, unscathed. That's the most important thing. But please, everyone out there, be safe, be ready, get that last-minute supplies right now. 
establish a plan. Make sure your friends, your family, your loved ones, your pets are all taken care of. That you all know what you're going to do. Be ready. Uh, have the radio out. Test it out tonight. Uh, try and tune around to certain stations. Make sure that it is in working order. Make sure that you have the canned storable foods. Make sure you have the water. Make sure, if necessary, hurricane shutters do get put up. Though I would recommend putting them up last minute because it's a lot of a lot of work to get them up. But just please be ready out there. Any questions, comments, and pieces of feedback are welcome. V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. That's V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. Uh, understand that depending on the impacts of the storm, I may not be here next week. Uh, I expect to make it through this and alive and well and in one piece, uh, but you just have to understand that power might be out for extended periods of time. I will try to keep everyone updated as best I can, but if the power is out, internet's out, then, you know, so much for getting any videos done. So be ready for that. Otherwise, if this hurricane hits South Florida, especially Okeechobee, uh, my main shortwave station, WRMI, may get damaged and may be rendered inoperable, so most of my shortwave broadcasts may be off the air. They might not be, but they might, and if they do go off the air, I will try to do whatever I can to get back on uh, via other providers temporarily. With that, stay tuned. You're listening to VORW International, the voice of the Report of the Week. I'll be keeping you updated as best I can regarding this, and just know, be safe, be alert, be informed, research this, and be prepared. This is VORW. As, you know, the storm continues to intensify, you know, I am taking a couple small little breaks uh, through this show, because I have to make sure I'm adequately prepared, and uh, I can be a little scatterbrained, but it does continue to intensify. Uh, one model, and I forget the name. It might have been the HFWC model. I, I forget which one it was. It actually had the storm as a Category 5 hurricane impacting the, um, right around Cape Canaveral. I think it was HWFI model. And it's, that model always kind of overblows things. But the fact that that's even being displayed on models is is un, it's unnerving, and uh, it's just you know I always, even though with time I kind of get more and more used to these storms and it is what it is and you know, and so on, uh, it's still a disconcerting thought, to think about how. Everything can be destroyed. In just a few days' time. And to kind of reflect on the coming destruction is surreal. And like I said, it might be a very direct impact on me, and I'm not evacuating, I'm going to ride it out. But, you know, as a result, I'm kind of, my mind is in another place today. And because I can't even guarantee a show next week, you know, like I said, I don't know how the storm is going to hit, I don't know how strong it's going to be. If it comes in, from the East Coast as a Category 5, uh, you know, I might be out of internet for weeks. 
And granted, I'll post updates here and there. I'm not going to let everything go to waste. If I have to go to a, a freaking Starbucks or something and upload a video there, I'll do what I got to do. But I can't guarantee a full show. So anyway, no listener question and nothing in regards to any sort of direct response. Uh, but I really would appreciate your correspondence. Maybe what we'll do is we'll make it kind of hurricane or, or you know, storm-focused. I know I did a show a while back about severe weather. But if you have any thoughts about hurricanes, any um, any hurricane experiences, you name it, any thoughts on this storm, or any comments in general... I guess what I'll do for the next show is I'll kind of just talk about what's going on, open lines, and, and any of that stuff. Please write in, v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. That's v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. It would just be great to hear from you, and if this broadcast is going out on shortwave, please send the reception report to v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. Likewise, as I've been advocating for the last few weeks, any audio-recorded responses, send them in. Let me know what your thoughts are. Just pick up a mic, your phone, or anything, talk into it, record the audio file, and send it to me in any format, v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o at gmail.com. And then on a final note, consider supporting this broadcast, please, via PayPal to v-o-r-w-i-n-f-o. I-N-F-O at gmail.com Again, via PayPal to V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com All right, and again, diverging from some of the things that we had said previously, uh, you know, we're going to just be opening up the show now to some miscellaneous comment. Uh, Some of it is going to be storm-related, and some of it are just going to be thoughts about uh, the, the earlier shows. So uh, I do just want to mention a few things, and uh, then I'm going to wrap up the show. So if it doesn't end up being an hour, you know, it won't, uh, but, you know, hopefully it'll be worth listening to anyway. For the shortwave listeners, uh, if it doesn't make it to an hour, I'm just going to fill it with uh, some music or something, and uh, it'll be okay. So again, any feedback is welcome. V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. If you want, even just send me an email and let me know that you're listening. That, in and of itself, would be wonderful. Just to know that there's people, you know, what your thoughts are on the show, even. That'd be great. So anyway, first, let's go over to an email from Alex. He says, I wanted to let you know the hurricane forecast has updated, and that's looking a lot worse for Florida. Perhaps you know, but the National Hurricane Center updates every six hours at 5 a.m. and p.m., and 11 a.m. and p.m. Eastern Time. I used to tune into your show occasionally, but the podcast is getting better and better, so I'm listening more, like the Tuesday show as well. Thank you so much, Alex. And uh, absolutely, the National Hurricane Center is a very valuable resource. You can find them at nhc.noaa.gov. That's nhc.noaa.gov. Uh, they're absolutely very, very reliable, and, uh, I, oh yeah, I, f- I follow them closely. Another good site and resource I would recommend checking out is a site called tropicaltidbits.com. That's always a good one, 
tropicaltidbits.com. Uh, it's a very, very well-put-together, organized site with pretty much every last resource you can imagine in regards to tropical weather. Likewise, uh, if you use Reddit, and I know, you know not everyone does, uh, but a good subreddit is the Tropical Weather subreddit. It's a good one. And uh, just lots of resources. As always, for the most localized info, tune into your local TV, radio stations, and, uh, you know, of course... You don't have TV, you can just watch it online. You're good to go to get the latest localized updates. Uh, Jonas says, uh, thank you for the info about the storm. We'll be ready here in Florida, ready to kick that hurricane's ass, that is. (laughs) He says, seriously, though, thanks for keeping us up to date. Well, thank you, Jonas. I hope you stay safe, and uh, I I hope you are prepared. Hope you're ready for it, no matter what happens. And, uh, best of luck to you, my friend. You know, we have some audio recordings that, uh, I did want to get to as well. Sean in Montreal has, uh, a few points he wants to bring up about drinking water. Sean, welcome to the show. Let's hear your thoughts. You're on the air. Hey, John. It's Sean from Montreal, Canada. Um, listening to your last episode on disaster preparedness, uh, made me think about, um drinking water and lead in the drinking water. Um, When uh, we bought our house, which was built in 1942, um, there was lead in the pipes and we had to replace them all and across the entire house. But uh, we still knew that the the entry point into the house was probably still lead line, still lead pipe. So we switched to drinking bottled water. I, I think it's the four gallon jugs Um, We cooked with it as well, and we still do, um, because just recently we discovered that the city has started marking the uh, water valves, and they've started replacing the pipes in our neighborhood. Um, So, I mean, there you go. For the past five years, we would have been drinking lead pipes, uh, lead water, rather, and we have two children. So I don't regret that. Um, you know, it's an abundance of, of caution. Um, and, uh, you know, as infrastructure seems to decay, uh, just take a look at Flint, Michigan, take a look at uh, New Jersey now. Um, how can those two places be the only places with water problems? Uh, obviously, um, things are on a bit of a slide. And so, you know, it wasn't that discreet, actually. Montreal did warn us to check our water, but uh, now they're going ahead and changing the pipes. So we, we were drinking it exclusively. We were cooking with it. We were still bathing, of course, with regular water, so we would have drank some of that, and the kids would have drank it too because, you know, small kids with, with baths, they, they seem to think the water is the most delicious. Um, When it comes to disaster preparedness, um, we also bought some rations. We actually got them from Costco. These are military rations from Costco. Um, You can look up why. I think think it's related to the owners of Costco, uh, their their religious uh, orientation. I'm not quite sure. But anyway, yes, at Costco you can get... um, 
wide arrays of, of preserved foods, of, of military-style rations for pretty cheap, and you set them aside, and they last for years, and they do not need to be reheated, although you can get things to reheat them without power um, because they're not the most delicious even when they are reheated, but they'll help you survive. And if the power goes out or whatever, uh, you know, you're going to be happy because you're going to have food. You're going to be prepared. Oh, absolutely, Sean. I think you raised some very, very good points here. Like you said, too, there's lots of good resources out there you can get to stay prepared. At the same time, you need to understand that, yeah, it's, it's not necessarily going to be, uh, you know, quick like that. Like you said, it can be a slow, steady decline and something that you need to be ready for, for, for the long run. Like even, you know, you look at what was going on with water, uh, you know, in Flint, Michigan, that it's still ongoing after all these years. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, I might get the name wrong, but I believe it was Newark, New Jersey. They're, they're dealing with some issues too. Like these are long-term things that you either have to replace the entire infrastructure, and, you know, sometimes they're not willing to do that, or you just gotta deal with it. So absolutely good points over there from Sean in Montreal, regular listener and fellow suit wearer as well. All right, we got some more comments coming in. All right, so the next responses coming up are about the uh, lecture I gave last show about empathy. Scotty has a few thoughts. Welcome to the show, Scotty. Going on, brother man, Joan. What is it? Your your dealings with uh, people and not caring. I mean, I think uh, I think it's like I think it's always been kind of cool, I guess, to not care and just to not uh, you know what I'm saying, not not give it that second thought. You know, it's always been a cool thing to be the bad guy. All all, you know what I'm saying? It's all it's always it's always been prevalent, and I think you know. Of, of course, I'm not going to tell you what your experience is or, you know, what you've been noticing, but, like, I think, like, uh, you know, anything, if you, if you, uh, if you're like, well, oh, people are really starting to turn around, and then you start seeing people helping people out or being friendly, you know, I mean, that, that's what you put, you input that into your head, and then now you're starting to pay attention to it, but now you're starting to see exactly people do treat each other badly and don't care, and, I think again that's because it's cool to just you know worry about yourself get oh I'm gonna do me get my money and you know that's what it's all about it's we live in this world of competition instead of a instead of a world of community I guess and helping each other out and I mean that that's that's the way the powers that be you know made it got to fight to get to work every day in the roads and then we got to fight to be the one that gets the job and then we got to fight to even make the money to live right and get 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 food that we could be growing ourselves you know what i'm saying we it's a whole big process and and where we're lulled into this sleep of uh wanting to it's scarcity it's it's the idea of just a scarcity and the truth is i mean well i don't want to say the truth is but i think my truth is that we live in a a uh, state of abundance i think I think, uh, I mean, any scarcity is in our heads and then manifested through that by, you know, again, we have to 
we we've, we've been convinced that you know we re- we have to rely on the system and you know fighting against each other and again like 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 you said about fear mongering and all this kind of stuff and making you feel like something's going on that's not going on with you personally right if that's exactly what's happening and they they want us they want to divide and conquer us right and uh, make us feel like we just have to one up each other uh identify with whatever and just again the only thing we need to identify is with ourselves and with our brothers and sisters and i think uh anything beyond that is just made up nonsense you know i mean it only makes sense to say hey i was born in america so i'm 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 an american right you can label me as that but you know you don't have to whatever this uh this this you know matrixy concept of i having to label yourself and identify with yourself i mean identify yourself with something i think that's what traps us a lot too oh i i I agree with you i think you bring up some good points there absolutely you know especially where you were saying that it's like we have ingrained into our heads this idea that it's like an, an every man for himself world and as a result of that well, that's how we treat each other, and that's the world that we make it. That we think we are forced to take sides, and in doing so, it splits us apart. We don't look at each other as equals anymore. We look at each other as, you know, you're, you're part of them. You're, they're, they're affiliated with this or that, and as a result, I don't care about you. And, uh, you know, go rot in hell and this and that and the other thing because you're, you don't agree with me on this. Ignoring the fact that we all can find collective agreement in so many things. Now, I should say by we all, there's always going to be people out there trying to start something. But a, a vast majority of us that at this point do not easily could. And uh, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, that's one thing. I've said this before, I say it again, when it comes down to the news cycle, I get so sick and tired of seeing everything being reported on from one side or the next. You know, it's like everything has a spin to it. And and even you see these organizations that come up that claim they're not going to put a spin on it, and then they still do. And I understand, though, it's very, very difficult sometimes just report things without editorial bias. Uh, But I know a lot of us like seeing that, uh, you know, reaffirm certain beliefs or whatever. But sometimes I think it just separates us because it takes things that shouldn't be partisan and it, it, it makes them exactly that. So that's one reason also why I, I rely for a lot of news on shortwave because you have these international broadcasters um, you know, not US based because they still have the dignity to report simply the facts of whatever is going on they just, you know, tell it like it is and leave you to think about it which is one reason why I like the shortwave so much but anyway, there was one YouTube channel I I found the other day and uh, I'm a fan of it I, I like it and when I first saw it, I was a little skeptical at first because I've seen you know organizations that claim to be so and, and they're anything but 
Um, but I've checked it out, and I, I can verify uh, that, you know, it's exactly it was what I was looking for. It's this YouTube channel called Agenda Free TV. And uh, the guy does a good job. You know, I, and he, he, does, he, he, he does what he says he's going to do, too. He says, it seems like everyone in the media has an agenda these days. And frankly, we're a little sick of it, yeah. Uh, why can't there be a place where people discuss current events, politics, breaking news, and entertainment, sports, and whatever else is going on in the world in an intelligent, thoughtful, and fun way without pushing a certain agenda? And that's why we created Agenda Free TV. Finally, there's a news channel for the rest of us. We don't lean Republican or Democrat. We don't promote the right or the left. We are truly agenda-free. We look at things with an open mind and value intelligent, thoughtful, and rational discussion above all. Sick of screaming, talking heads, and oversimplified hot takes that push one narrative or the other? Then try something truly new, agenda-free TV. And you know, it sounds like a good concept, and at first I was a little uncertain. But uh, I checked it out, and I c can confirm. It absolutely is. It's bias-free. The host is great. His name is Steve. Always got the shirt and tie on. Very professional. Uh, but he, he reports things and goes into discussion just about the facts and has a bit of fun with it. Uh, you know, he's, he live streams everything. And uh, he's been doing a lot of reporting about Hurricane Dorian. And it's just a fun way that you get the facts. And you're not... You don't have people telling you to think this or that or the other thing. And I like that. And I know, you know, a lot of people are fans of certain media networks. Some people like... CNN, some people like Fox News, some people like MSNBC, um, and so on and so forth, right? But I think in today's world where things get, you know, just so much vitriol thrown around, sometimes I just think it's good to get a little bit of a break, and I'm glad I found this channel anyway, it's nice. I'm a fan of it anyway, because I do like my current events, but I don't like all of the, all of the anger that seems to go along with everyone. So it's a good community and uh, just a, a good alternative means to uh, kind of get your info as to what's going on. So it's good. I like it. I'm glad I found it. And Brandon in Pennsylvania has a few thoughts as well. Hey, Report of the Week. This is Brandon from Pennsylvania. I listened to your program last week and I really enjoyed it. And so I thought I'd send you an audio response. Um, I don't know much about Stanley Kubrick, but the part of your podcast that resonated with me the most was the fact that some people just have these attitudes about the world and how that, you know, they'll be gone in a few years, maybe two decades, and they don't really need to worry about the state of it. And I thought about that after I found out about what happened in the rainforests in Brazil and what's going on down there with the president and how he's basically just encouraging burning and deforestation for the purpose, I believe, of cattle ranching. So I shared something on social media saying, you know, like, this is actually really sad. There are thousands of species that live in these forests. It's one of the biggest sinks of carbon dioxide that we have on the planet. But, you know, nobody really seems to care. And I actually got a comment on what I shared from someone who basically just told me to save my breath that it basically everything is just you know it's all a hoax nothing's going to matter 
we could save the rainforest or let them burn, the planet's going to be fine, which the science doesn't suggest that at all. But it just really <laughs> gave credence to what you were saying. And this happened a few days before your program was released. So the timing of everything was really interesting. But yeah, I just wanted to say that I totally relate to what you're talking about. Um, I don't know much about Stanley Kubrick again. I do have many friends who enjoy his work, and I've been told to watch his movies when I get a chance. I've been told that uh, Clockwork Orange is a bit freaky, so I'm probably going to stay away from that one. But anyway, you have a great week. Um, wish you well. Again, I enjoy the show. Thanks for doing it. Um, talk to you later. And thank you very much, Brandon, for your feedback there and your comments as well. And... Uh... Yeah, I mean, when it comes down to the Amazon, that's one thing. Definitely, people, you gotta research it. You gotta pay attention to it. Because it is... It, that's not a good thing, either. You know, and people have their disputes. They say, you know, well, it doesn't matter, this, that, and the other thing. Uh, look at it realistically, and just consider the following, right? Is any uncontrollable destruction a good thing? Like, you know, granted you have controlled burns in the wilderness, which are necessary for certain things. But uncontrolled wildfires that destroy, you know, just so many thousands and thousands of acres of land that shouldn't be destroyed. I think the answer is right there. And, you know, no matter what, I just hope people take it as a bit of a wake-up call. And start paying attention to these things. And just realize what's going on, you know? But yeah, absolutely very good points about what's going on with the Amazon. And something I think people need to look into more. And with that, I will be concluding this broadcast of VORW International. The voice of the report of the week. I always invite feedback to VORWINFO at gmail.com. And please consider supporting this broadcast via PayPal to V-O-R-W-I-N-F-O at gmail.com. Well, everyone who's out there in Florida and on the East Coast, and who may be impacted by Hurricane Dorian, best of luck to all of you. I'll be keeping you posted. I'll be keeping you updated as best I can. But be ready. Be prepared. Make sure that you're okay that your family's alright, that your loved ones, your friends, your pets, everything is, is, is set up and taken care of as best as possible. Good luck to everyone out there. Stay safe. Let's hope that this goes out to sea. I don't want to see this impact anyone. Uh, but no matter what and no matter the impact, just be safe and be prepared. Remember, just you know, use common sense and stay informed. Good luck to everyone out there. And do take care. Next week... We'll maybe have some hurricane stories and experiences. Feel free to send an email with those. And uh, then we will get on to the long-anticipated discussion about Stanley Kubrick. Thank you so much, and do take care. This is VORW.